0: welcome to the self-love breakfast club where we have honest conversations about health wellness and of course self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight real life real advice and no bs i'm your host crystal rose and today i'm serving self-love for breakfast Hey guys, welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. I'm so happy you're here with me today. We have such a good episode. I actually taught a workshop this weekend and it was so good. It was so amazing, but there were a lot of people that weren't able to make it or for some reason, the system didn't send them a reminder, so they missed it. So I wanted to have it edited Take out anything that might be a little bit confusing or me speaking to the participants and share it with you guys. So I think I found a way to do that. And here it is. So I hope that it's something you enjoy. I hope you love this episode. I just felt so good after this workshop. It was so incredible to be able to share this with the women who came and, you know, we did a little coaching at the end. I did a little bit of group coaching, which was very different for me because I've been in this one-on-one capacity as I'm working to fulfill my coaching hours. And it's like almost like a meditative experience. And it was a little difficult for me to do that with a group because I couldn't be specific like I can be with an individual, but I felt like it was so impactful. So unfortunately, that part is not in this episode, but we may do it again sometime or in the future, I may offer some group coaching. So just because it was so fun and it was so good and I loved it. So just to put that out to you that you're not getting the full workshop experience, but you are getting pretty much all of the information. So I really hope you love it. And before we get started with that, as usual, you guys know that there are certain products and supplements that I absolutely love. And so instead of rambling on about that today, if you guys just go to my website, crystalrose.com slash faves, F-A-V-E-S, then you will find a list of all of my favorite supplements, skincare, makeup, things like that. And you will also get my special links and codes that will get you anywhere between like 15 to 20% off. So enjoy those. If you want to go ahead and take a look, my stress hormone, hormonal supplements, my stress supplements, things like that. So without any further blabbing from me, <laughs> we will get on some more blabbing, but slightly more focused from me. And please, you guys, please hit me up in my DMs on Instagram. I really want to hear from you about this episode. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear how it makes you feel. I want to know if it's caused you to think about these things in just like a different way. I really am so passionate about this new way to go about helping people change their behaviors and stop the self-sabotage and create self-love like true genuine self-love and I'm so looking forward to being able to take on real clients (laughs) in the future so I hope you love this episode and if you do share with your friends and tell me all about it I know a lot of us can relate that we just feel like hamsters on a wheel man just like trying to trying to feel good trying to feel happy, trying to love ourselves. And when you truly love yourself, there's no try. There's no, oh, I should do something nice for myself today, self-care. Like, no, like, it's in you and you don't have to try. And that's what I have personally discovered. The first concept I want to teach you guys is the pillars of connection. We have three pillars of connection within our bodies. We have the intellectual, which is mental, our thoughts. We have the emotional, so our feelings. And then we have the intuitive pillar, and that's our gut. So our intuition is never wrong. It is always right. But... (laughs) Most of us override our intuition because it's it's a quiet little voice, right? It's more of a feeling. So we all have a visceral yes or a visceral no in our bodies. If you ask me, hey, Crystal, do you want to go skydiving? In my body, it's like, nope. <laughs> There's, it's not even a fear. I just don't want to freaking do it. Like, absolutely not, right? But if you're like, hey, Crystal, do you want to go get tacos? Yeah. Like, I know what that feels like. I know what a yes feels like in my body. And so when I'm going to do something and I get that no that oh, this doesn't feel right, that's the tiny little quiet like, hey, you should listen. And when I want to do something, same thing, but the intellectual pillar is the loudest one, right? Who here is an overthinker? Overthinkers, right? Like, we will think our ways out of any situation into a pretzel, up and down, (laughs) sideways. And the thing is, when our intuition, which is always right, says yes to something, our brain is like, Fuck, no, we're not doing that because if we do that, well, that, and then we're going to have to change this, and then we're going to have to back out of that, and we can't do that, and that's going to be expensive, and this is going to cost things, and we can't do that. So let me give you this list of reasons why no. And we're like, shit, you're right. Sorry, intuition. And our intuition's like, (sighs) and it gets quieter and quieter, and we stop being able to hear that voice because we don't listen to it anyway. So why? Right. So our brain our thoughts are the loudest. And here's the thing. Our brain has not really evolved in thousands and thousands and thousands of years. We have like a 4 million year old lizard brain with one primary goal. Stay alive. Survival. So back in the day when we're tromping through the forest, right? Like... (laughs) Just do to do, do, gonna hunt some food or something. Like, our brain is there to give us signals and to be like, whoa, a bear, you know, like you could die. Here we are in modern day, and we get an email that makes us feel bad, and it's like, I'm gonna die. We think about starting a business and being like, I could fail, I'm gonna die. Like, our brain tells us we will die if we do these things, and they don't have the best outcome. And that's what keeps us from listening to that voice, because our brain was like, nope, hold on, let me give you this list of evidence, not only why you shouldn't, but maybe here's a list of evidence of why it hasn't worked out for you before. Why every single time you go to do this, 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 this happens. So why are, why are you even going to try? And we're like, mm, yeah, you're right. That's a good, po- good point. Good point. <laughs> and we don't go any further, because we listen to this, this voice that's trying to keep us alive. So that's the intellectual pillar. And then we have the emotional pillar, right? Our feelings. And sometimes we get stuck in this negative feedback loop, right? Like our thoughts are negative and they're this and they're that and the other thing and they trigger our emotions. And so our emotions are sad and this is uncomfortable. And we just kind of like go back and forth. And humans will do anything to avoid feeling pain, right? We don't like sadness. What happens? Who here feels anxiety sometimes? Who gets like anxious feelings, right? What's the first thing you want to do when you start feeling anxious? Stop feeling anxious, right? We don't want to feel this. This sucks. Oh, I feel so anxious today. Make it go away. Make it go away. Make it go away. What can I do? Can I I breathe? Let's go eat some things. Or like, I'm going to go for a run. Like, ooh, the gym is therapy. Let's work out. Like, how can we get rid of this feeling? What happens when we feel shame? Don't want to feel that. Sadness. That kind of sucks. Fear. mm, You know, like... We don't want to feel our feelings. And so we default to all these ways we can avoid them. So that's the pillars of connection. We have this loud mouth up here who's always talking. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're right. They're always talking. Our emotions, our feelings, which can be triggered by our thoughts in outside circumstances. And then we have our intuition, our heart center what we know to be true, what we know to be wrong. That doesn't get listened to very often. So a lot of personal development, Mm, probably about 95% of personal development out there in the world that you can find is all up here. Mindset work. Gotta work on my mindset. Gotta get my mindset right. Knowing what we know about the pillars of connection how well do you think mindset work actually sticks? How many of you have done some mindset work, right? And then found yourself back where you started. And then got pissed off and frustrated that you're here again. Who's done that? Yeah. And it's like, I thought I did all this work. <laughs> mindset work only works when you are working when you are working on it. When you are looking in the mirror going, I'm so pretty, I look amazing, I am gorgeous, I don't have any flaws, <laughs> and you're, right? But what happens when you're walking down the street and you catch a glance at yourself in the mirror and it's unflattering and you're unhappy about that? I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty. <laughs> no, you're going to be triggered with feelings of shame no matter what happens when you aren't working (laughs) at the mindset. So this work is done in the body and which is very foreign concept to people because they're like, but my mindset, (laughs) it's my mindset I need to fix. And it's just not true. So we do our work in the body and we'll get to that in a little bit. A lot of us overthinkers, thinker thinkers, you know, we struggle to stay in our body. It's so much easier to be up here. So this is where we live. <laughs> it's our home. <laughs> so getting that connection to the body, takes time and it takes practice. And that is what a lot of the coaching that I do is helping people to get into their body. And we just do a little bit by a little bit and take little sips. But the progress you get is insane after that. So yeah, honestly I don't even know how do I not have to work on mindset? How do I fix this? this is my body? Okay, we'll we'll get into that. But yeah, so like when you work, your body does the work for you. And it's so weird. It's so foreign. It's like what does that even mean, right? But when you start doing the work, you start getting in your body and you're present. The mind follows, the behaviors follow. We're not going to work on emotional eating or or perfectionism or being a victim or any of these behaviors specifically, we work on the core because once we do that, these will resolve themselves. Someone who feels good and happy and feels self worth on the inside is healed on the inside or healing doesn't need these things. So the mindset is really just trying to turn that behavior into the ground, right? We're trying to just like make that behavior stop. <laughs> but when we don't try and we do the work in the body, those things resolve. So now we're going to talk about something called the triad. So these behaviors that we discussed, the overeating, the emotional eating, the hustling for your worth, the addictive behaviors, drinking too much, whatever it may be, uh, perfectionism, right? They all have one major purpose. They are there to meet the needs of your internal wounds. Now, these wounds don't have to be trauma with a capital T. They can be maybe you were in the second grade and some stupid boy said you were fat. And that stuck with you because it hurt. And maybe you don't even think about that day anymore. But somewhere in your head, you hear you're fat. Right? It's there. It lives in your body. Your brain Ever the overachiever, right? Is like, no, no, no. We're good. We're past that now. We're fine. Thanks. <laughs> when things happen in our past, when we are kids, or as we are growing up, and we are seeing the world through this like little kid lens, right? And these things are deep and they're cutting, and we take them with us in our bodies. Our brain bypasses it because it doesn't. Oh, I don't want to feel that. That sucks to feel who wants to think about when i was 6 years old and this shitty thing happened to me, right? i've moved on. <laughs> or maybe we have someone to forgive. i've forgiven because you want to just let's stop feeling this uncomfortable feeling and move on. and our brain is like, yeah, no, we're 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 over that. so but our body's not over it because we haven't given it the space it deserves. so we have these little spots of ourselves called parts. Maybe there's a part of you that feels unworthy. Maybe there's a part of you that feels unloved, a part of you that feels unsafe, a part of you that feels scared, right? These are all pieces of you that have been kind of like planted along the way. Because if you were completely evolved and totally healed and everything, you know, you wouldn't have all these behaviors. You wouldn't have this guy on overdrive talking in your ear, right? So there's shit inside your body that is a wound, a rupture, and it doesn't have to, you don't have to have had some crazy traumatic childhood like me. (laughs) But if I can get get here, trust me, you can too. You don't have to have this super traumatic childhood to have these wounds that you've taken well into adulthood. And sometimes it could just be a parental wound. Sometimes it could be codependence with a parent. It's so many different things that have created these parts and pieces of us. So. What happens when we are a child and our needs don't get met? What happens when we reach for love and our hand is knocked away? These little ruptures happen. Our needs are not being met. So what do we do? We still need our needs met. So we're going to go get those needs met. Externally, yes, we find a way to meet them. So our strategy is not an internal strategy strategy. I'll just meet those needs myself. (laughs) Self-love. Like, no, (laughs) we don't do that. We go, hmm, I don't feel safe. So, I'm going to hide. I don't feel loved. So, I'm going to get love. I don't feel worthy. So, I'm going to hustle for my worth. These are not conscious we just do these things, you know, we create these behaviors and different people create different behaviors and it doesn't make one better or worse. Like when people are like, well, at least you have a healthy addiction, like to the gym. And it's like, well, no, <laughs> it's not healthy. It's not healthy on the inside for you. It may look healthy because that's what society has said is healthy. And it may not, you know, destroy your body quite as, as quickly as a crystal meth habit would, but it's still, it's an addiction. It's an addictive behavior and it's trying to meet a need. So we have this need, this wound, right? This wound that has a need. And instead of meeting the need, we go to the behavior. And this behavior tries to get this need met. But it's not very good at it, is it? (laughs) How many of you have tried an external behavior? Like, let's say I feel like shit, so I'm going to go eat my feelings. How long does that last? How long does that hit you get last? Not long. Yeah. Until you finish the food. (laughs) Halfway through the pint of ice cream makes you feel worse after and makes the cravings worse. Right. And how many times have we drank too much or ate too much or did something that we felt shame about after? We felt guilty. Did that make us stop doing it? We just do it again. Right. we just keep on doing it and we keep on trying to meet those needs and we get stuck in this loop. This, this behavioral loop, there's a need, try to meet it. Nope. And we just go back and forth. And we feel like shit about ourselves. We feel shame. Gosh, you're so stupid. Why do you always do this? Why do you keep doing this? Uh, I feel like shit. Why do I always do this? Right? And then you get this like negative feedback loop between the two pillars of connection, your emotions and your intellectual pillar. And you just... Bounce on back and forth and keep on going. And you're like, oh, this is a problem. I have to work on this. Why can't I fix this? You don't need fixing. You're not broken. You are not alone. It's not you. You are not this wound and you are not this behavior. When I hear people say, I'm just a perfectionist. It's just who I am. No, that's not who you are. That's a behavior. That's a coping mechanism. That's a strategy for this over here, right? And how often do we find ourselves speaking, acting from this wound? The world becomes so much smaller to us when we are like this little part of us that's unloved. I feel unloved. And everything that comes at us is being viewed from this wound, not our entire being, but there's a lack of awareness, right? Like most of us don't know where these wounds have come from. We don't know how to heal them. And so we just try to do better. We read every personal development book, unfuck yourself, how to be a badass, what to do when you need to not feel sad, like whatever, how to be a better business owner. You know, like we're so desperate, We're so desperate to fix these behaviors. We're so desperate to fix ourselves because something's fucking wrong with us, obviously, right? Because I wouldn't be here. My brain wouldn't feel like this. (laughs) wouldn't tell me how stupid and awful and dumb I am for going back and forth. My feelings wouldn't feel like garbage. So something's wrong with me and I need to figure it out. And I'll read every damn self-help book and subscribe to audible and and be told it's simple you can do it (laughs) follow my 14 step chapter plan and we read the book and we feel like yeah i'm gonna do it right and then what happens we stop working on it we're not reading the book anymore (laughs) we finish a chapter and we're like yeah 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 so dead on let me tweet this quote Let me make this my. Let me put this on Facebook. This is my quote. I'm feeling this. We we can't live a quote. We can't we can't live it when it's up here. Yeah, I only get to step three. Do not give me more steps. (laughs) I'm constantly telling families that their kids are not something that they need to fix. It is so difficult to not think that I do not need to fix myself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Telling myself I'm not broken as a first. I'm trying to change. Absolutely. So many unfinished books. Me too. Sitting in my Audible and I'm like, man, my credits just keep piling up. Yep. Unfinished books are repetitive. These are people that we look at and we're like, man, they figured it out. Uh, when most of the time they figured out how to make money <laughs> and write a book. <laughs> or they get it at the conceptual level. Like they get it at the conceptual level. I'm seeing a lot of spiritual healers right now. Like I feel like spiritual healers are the new Fitzbo. And these are people who are like love and life. Right? Or they're like, all oh, love, love, positive vibes only. And then they go and say something like hateful because you don't agree with them. And it's like, oh, that's not love and light, girl. <laughs> You know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of fakery out there. Cause like, this is like this, like I said, it's the new Fitzbone, So like, it's kind of like this, people are seeing like dollar signs cause they're like, oh, all I have to do is like tell people I can help them heal. I'm a spiritual healer. I'm a light bringer. Like, you know, and it's like it's a bunch of bullshit. It's hard to know what's even real out there. But yeah, so like, you know, these books are telling you, hey, I got you. I can fix you. And they're all at the behavior level. They're all at the, intellectual pillar and they might dwell a little bit into the emotional or they might talk about your intuition like, yeah, girl, go with your gut, but not tell you actually how to do it because (laughs) it's a different story. It's a different story to start to really hear yourself and to really listen to your body. You can't help others heal if you aren't healed yourself or if you're not healing, right? Like, how many people are out there trying to fix other people when they haven't taken care of their own shit? I mean, there have been life coaches around for a lot. Like, since I was like, oh, maybe like 20 years ago, I remember people being like, I'm a life coach. And I was like, is it, the mo- is it all the people that like lives are an actual complete mess or life coaches? Like, it was so crazy to me because I was like, these people are a mess. And then they're like telling other people like how to live. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Because they didn't do the work on themselves. They went and they got a certification and they were like, cool, I'm going to tell people what to do and how to have a great life. But they weren't applying it. Application is just as important as knowledge. So I will be launching my own program generally around the, the we're going to call it self-love something or other because I've got all the self-love stuff. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I will be doing my own one-on-one program where it will be very intimate and you will be spending a year with me. I'm not doing this like 2 months. I'll fix you, girl. Like no. Like this is like a year long. Like I'm going to give you unshakable support. Unfucking shakable support. And I know by the end of that year, I'm not going to fix you. You are going to heal yourself. And you know what? If you're not ready, you're not ready. It's fine. Like you have to do what feels in alignment for you. Being here at this workshop saying yes, reading like what I put out there and saying, yes, that's a step in itself. That's saying, Hey, yeah, you know what? I, I need some healing. I need to do some work and you showed up. And so like for a lot of you guys, that's enough, right? Like that's enough for now. That's a little sip. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the self-love breakfast club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.